everybody, well, there's a lot of talk about schedule right now, a lot of it. And a lot of it is because we're so busy. The market is absolutely on fire. Coming out of COVID, it's been nothing but maybe controlled chaos, but either way, there are times in our lives that we just get busy. And what I wanna to talk to you today about is how do we turn busy into a productivity ninja manager of schedules? Uh, because here's what I know. If you wanna have a top 5% business, if you wanna have a top 5% business, you need to have top 5% behaviors. And I think it all starts with your schedule. So today I'd like to talk to you a little bit about how I teach folks to manage and own and just create amazing lives through their schedule. One way of talking about schedule is is time. Here, here's what I know about high performers is that they don't have any more time than any of us do. What they do is they have a different value calculation of how they expend that time. And so what I like to do is talk you through what it would look like if you had an extra 52 days a year. Think about it for just one second. Um, the opportunities are endless, right? So what would it, what would it look like? Like what would you do if I just instantly said, hey, listen, I know that the calendar has been the same way it's been forever and ever and ever, but I'm going to give you an extra 52 days a year for you to do whatever it is that you want. You could spend it on your business, you could spend it in your relationships, your community, your health and vitality, just travel. What would you do? The reality is if you manage your schedule correctly, if you manage your schedule like a top producer, a high performer, you can actually add an additional 52 days per year to your schedule. Let's go through how before we get there. How many of you break into a sweat when I say, hey, let's just add fill in the blank, right? You know what I'm talking about? Where like you go, oh my gosh, I, I'm such a high performer. I'm so busy. I've got everything. Just, I want you to break the mindset. I want you to see the opportunity. I want you to push through the pain associated with just a little bit more, okay? So don't shut down on me. I want you to open up. I want you to clear your mind, create a mindset that is open to new ideas. Let me ask you this question. Are you currently living the life that you want? I'm, I'm not talking about small stuff. I'm talking about epic, right? Are you currently in the relationships that you want? Do you have the business? Is your connection with your community? Is your, is your parenting where you want it to be? If the answer is no to any or all of those questions, this is where it starts, right here. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna share with you this quote. I wish I, I knew where I got the quote from. I can't, I can't give him credit, but I love it. The secret to genius is not complexity, it's simplicity. The art of focusing and becoming world-renowned is one thing or one area, okay? So again, the idea of someone, we, we, I think of outliers, I think of Karate Kid, I think about these, these people that were given uh, this uh, legendary card, right? This, this, this placard that when you see them or you see that title, you think, yeah, 10,000 hours, right? The genius is not in complexity. In other words, the genius isn't in you doing a gazillion things. The genius is in you mastering one. I might give you one to master. It's your, it's your schedule, it's your calendar, right? So secret weapon that we're gonna to talk today is the calendar. 
I want you to get really clear on something because this is a life-changing secret weapon. This is the genius that the five percenters, I might actually say the one percenters, have mastered. This is something that will not only change everything in your life, but it will leave a legacy of change in the lives of your descendants. And if you do it correctly, it will impact those people that work around you in the communities. You actually could have an impact on thousands of people just by controlling your own schedule. I know. Big statement. I get it. Pressure's on me to make sure that you leave this video with some key actionable tactics that you can take to change your life and your schedule. So, let's go. Throw a couple of rules at you real fast. Numero uno, well, I, I, maybe these are truths before we get to the rules, okay? Truth number one, there is no such thing as multitasking, zero, none. Um, listen, it, there's science behind this, so uh, if you believe and, and some of you right now just scoffed and went, oh, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Some of you are like, oh, I'm, I'm I multitask all the time. Here's the bottom line. Um, it's not me talking, okay? I'm just, I'm here delivering the message. There is science behind the fact that there is no such thing as multitasking. Um, if you can't get past that, go ahead, press pause and go Google and, and, and get yourself wrapped around that. But the bottom line is, if it's important, it deserves 100% of your attention, not a portion of it not multitasking portions. Got it? All right. So if it's important, it deserves 100%. Multitasking is not a thing. Number two, the number one enemy to your schedule is sitting in your chair. It's you. It's always been you. It always will be you. It's you. Number one enemy to you controlling your time and your schedule. And number three, organization. Organization is freedom. It's not the other way around. We run into far too many people who think, oh my gosh, I don't want to live that organized. It feels so stifling. Uh, it feels so limiting to what I can do and what I'm capable of. It's actually just the opposite. And I want, the, 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 the analogy I want to give you so that you can really understand it, the absolute best musicians on the planet actually live in the confines of organization from a music standpoint. The reality is they've gotten so good at understanding, it's become part of their soul, part of their DNA. They're so good at it that it, it allows them to be in, uh, to improv and allows them to create incredible music. That's the power, that's the freedom in organization. So that's number three. All right, so let's get to the rules real fast. All right, numero uno, you are not too busy. If you are one of those people who right now says, oh gosh, I'm so busy, stop it. Stop it right now. Every time you say that I am so busy, you are telling everybody around you that you are too busy for them. You are telling them that you are at the outer limits of what your capabilities are and nothing could be farther from the truth. And we are gonna create space right now so that you have a space for all the business you could ever take care of, all the people that you ever wanted to love, all the community that you ever wanted to serve. We're gonna do that now. But if you are one of those people who runs around like they're like a chicken with their head cut off, or when people ask you how you're doing, the answer is, I'm so busy, stop it right now. There's no lying, there is no lying. At all times, we have to tell ourselves the truth. This is critical to operational organization, scheduling, management. Um, if we mess up, 
fine, no big deal. We just call ourselves on it, we move on, right? If we commit to something, we actually follow through on our commitments. We are those people, and you know these people, right? They, they just have minimum standards that are above others. It's their minimum, it's not a goal, it's a minimum standard, and we have the minimum standard of being a person that does what they say they're going to do. Period, end of story. One of the challenges, right, that when we think about the anxiety and the overwhelm, and of course we've heard uh, overwhelm is just a, another way of saying I'm underplanned. I get it. Um, I might change it just a little bit, right? Um, ultimately what happens, because, because even those of us that have been incredibly organized and planned, ultimately get to a place where we feel the anxiety and the overwhelm. I'm not saying that's you, and I'm not saying you're the other person. That's gonna be you, remember, no lying. We, we tell ourselves the truth. But here's the thing. Oftentimes what it is, is that we just haven't yet learned how to outgrow ourselves. Okay? And, and what I mean by that is, is, we, is we put this, this ceiling on ourselves and, and we are only capable of doing certain things. And, and listen, I get it, right? When we first started, we had to do everything, right? Entrepreneur, parent, uh, 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 whatever, like a salesperson, you did it all. You did the looking up the numbers, you did the prospecting, you did the appointments, you did the brochures, you did, you did everything. You only have so much time, so you have to then begin to figure out how you're going to value your time differently, and that is allowing yourself to outgrow you, right? We're gonna dig deep into that. So for this exercise, I want you to do me a favor. I'm gonna to talk to you. Well, first of all, why don't you just put out all of the preconceived ideas? I want you to have a really open mind. There was, there was an interesting uh, conversation that, that my leadership team and I had uh, back in the middle of, well, it was probably the beginning, probably April uh, of this year uh, with COVID. And we were talking about how, gosh, we, you know, we want to get back to normal. We want to get back to normal. And we had to stop and we asked ourselves a question. Do we want to get back to normal? Is normal what we're looking for? Or what's the normal that we really need to get back to? It was very interesting and it gave a lot of freedom to all of us to reimagine what normal could be. And I want you to do that today, right? All right, so scheduling. Um, let's go through this. Let's, let's grab a piece of paper, all right? And I want you to write out everything on your calendar from the last two weeks, okay? So, so grab your calendar, grab a piece of paper. I want you to write down all of the things, the actions that you took that were on your calendar from the last two weeks. If you want to, you can take uh, and make two columns. You can make a personal column and a business column, make it a little bit easier for, for this exercise because for this, we're actually gonna focus in on the business piece, but understand this exercise works for all facets of your life. But just for, for the benefit of this, we're just gonna focus on the business. So I want you to write all of that stuff. So go ahead and pause this and go do that. All right, so hopefully you're back now. What we're gonna do now is we're gonna go through and, and I want you to ask the question and you're gonna put two different mark, marks next to each item on the paper that you have, have created. Which of these actions does not get me closer to the business that I wanna have? Put an X next to it, all right? And then if it, 
is something that actually is serving you and it is getting you closer, I want you to put a circle next to that one, right? So X for the ones that are not serving and not getting you closer, a circle next to the ones that are getting you closer to the business that you want. Go ahead and pause and when you're done with that, come on back. All right, welcome back. Now, the next is we wanna add any of the items that we absolutely know need to get done, but they just haven't made the list. You know what I'm talking about, right? They're the things that you know you're going to need to get done in order to have the business or the life that you wanna have, right? So what are those items? Let's go ahead and add those to the list and we'll make sure we put a circle next to those because those are things that get us closer to our goal. Go ahead and pause and come back when you're ready. All right, well, welcome back. So now what I'd like you to do is next to each of the items that have circles next to them, I want you to write the time required to complete that task. In a perfect world, you're just saying, hey, listen, uh, you know, if you wanna do it by a week, you can, this is how many uh, minutes or hours I need to allocate to that each week, or if you wanna do it uh, you know, like three days a week for 30 minutes, whatever works for you, all right? Um, so go ahead and pause this and come back. Welcome back. So what's the total? How many hours total? Likely it's a lot less hours than you thought it was. At least that's the experience that I have with so many sales professionals and entrepreneurs is they think, we think that we are busier than we actually need to be, which asks the question, wait a minute, what's going on here? Where's all of my time going? Hmm, that's what we're gonna tackle now. When it's all said and done, as you look at that list of all of the actions that you were doing, that you still need to do, and the items that you now need to add to, they ultimately fall into basically five disciplines. And I'm gonna focus in on sales here, okay? Uh, but they fall, basically fall into five disciplines. If you're an entrepreneur or a leader in a different capacity or a different industry, you'll understand how, how these uh, align with yours and you can rename them. But number one is prospecting. We're all prospecting for clients. So that's number one. The actions fall into either prospecting, showing property, all right, making presentations, going on listing presentations, that kind of deal, right? They're appointments, appointments. Number three is offers and paperwork. Gotta, gotta do paperwork, right? Prepare agreements, sign agreements, releases, et cetera, et cetera, right? Education. We always have to be sharpening our sword. That's the whole point. So we've got to be pouring into ourselves, whether that be through license, uh, uh, continuing education, whether it be through certifications, or whether it be through coaching, uh, skill set training, all of those things. We've got to be getting smarter, brighter, better. And then last is marketing. Marketing to others, telling them about our product or service, right? Ultimately, all of the things that we do fit into one of those buckets. So what if what if you got a call from a, a marketing person? What if you got a call from a marketing person and said, hey, listen, uh, listen, Todd, I have an incredible opportunity for you. I, I have this product that's gonna generate, it's gonna change your life, it's gonna change your business, it's gonna generate leads like you wouldn't believe. I only have space for two agents and it's gonna be first come, first serve. And I'd like to, to give a demonstration to you, to talk to you about this. What if you said, I would, gosh, that sounds amazing. I would love to. I've got time this afternoon or 
Thursday uh, between 2 and 4, which is better for you? Wait, what? Yeah, what would it look like if you could actually have a spot in your, in your schedule that that th thing would actually take place? Because here's what really happens, okay? Most people really, they stop, right? They listen, they, they sit on the phone, they listen to the pitch, they, they're, they're, ultimately they're neglecting the other things that they say are important to their lives, right? Whether it be family or you know, it could be a dinner or, or their prospecting time or, or, or what have you. But, but remember, Remember rule number two, we don't lie to ourselves. We don't lie. The reality is it's a distraction. And the gift of owning your schedule is that there is a place in your schedule for those conversations, right? 